everyone, and welcome back to the Football In-Laws podcast. My name's Caleb, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother-in-law, Justin. Justin, how you doing, man? Doing all right, man. How are you? Doing pretty well. Happy that football is finally back in the NFL. And with that, we had a great list of games going on, some more disappointing than others. But, you know, it's just one of those things that happens in football every year. I don't know what was more disappointing, our team or the fantasy lineup. Well, I'll tell you right now, all my fantasy teams came out with the win. So I, I'd, I'd leave it to the uh, Titans for the disappointment of the week. Well, I went I went two and two, so I, I guess it could go either way. Well, two and two is not a bad start for all your leagues. But, you know, when money's on the line, you got to be able to get four and oh. But still hey. not a bad start. Speaking of records, mm-hmm. we got to figure out what the bet is on our picks that we made preseason okay you got anything in mind nothing in mind let's workshop it a little bit but right now you're eight seven and one all right and i'm six nine and one okay so i got that two upper upper hand on you let's start let's start with the one just because it's the afc south and we got we got to poke fun at this absolutely so the texans and the Colts. What what happened here? Uh, utter shame and disappointment. And you can't all put the blame on one player. But one guy who got a lot of hate was their kicker, Hot Rod. Uh, Blankenship is his He got name? cut. Yeah, yeah Rodrigo they, Blankenship. He got they, re- they released him today, just a couple hours ago. Uh, you know, I know he missed a field goal. But he also apparently kicked... He kicked two uh, kickoffs out of bounds that gave up a lot of yardage. And I think that's what really did it for them to mess everything up. But you can't put all the blame on one guy. The Texans had that well, game for the entirety of it and yeah, they just what, choked. What about Lovey Smith playing for a tie instead of trying to get the win? I mean, honestly, a new coach, just go for what you can do. Doesn't want to put a hit, put him on the hot seat week one. I guess. So I think with Rodrigo being cut, we got to pour one out because the third kicker taken in our fantasy football draft was uh, was glasses by our old buddy Zach. Oh, yeah. And I already made fun of Zach today. I sent him a text and I just said big caps, <laughs> L-O-L. And That's he's great. like, are you freaking kidding me? That's so great. now be ready to see him picking up a new kicker tomorrow. Just to calm everybody down. <laughs> pick one was Justin Tucker and pick two was Evan McPherson kicker wise. Uh, three was the stretch. And it's, it's funny to all of us. I mean, my kicker did pretty well, so I ain't mad at it. I cannot believe the amount of missed kicks in the Pittsburgh Cincinnati game. So let's go there next. Pittsburgh won in overtime. And I thought that we were going to have two ties because the long snapper for Cincinnati went out, which allowed Minka Fitzpatrick to block an extra point, which would have been the game winner. Mm-hmm. And then a high snap made Evan McPherson shank one because it sped him up, and it was bad. I mean, I, timing on a kick is so crucial, and I see that now. Yeah, it, they really don't get a lot of uh, respect like they should. I mean, it, it takes a lot to really kick a field goal, all the parts and pieces that go into it. The long um, snapper is very important. Absolutely, because one bad false move and then, you know, 
you'd get exactly what happened with Fitzpatrick. Blocking. Yeah, Boswell doinking one, though. That's when I was like, this game is going to end in a tie. But luckily it didn't. And, I mean, you got to give props to the Steelers. Like, they came out and balled out. Their defense looks absolutely dangerous. I mean, four interceptions on Joe Burrow, forced fumble. And uh, I forget how many times they sacked him, but it had to be four or five. Uh, I think it was five or six because there was four in the first half. My goodness. So we can already clearly tell that their offense is still pretty good for the Bengals, but their line is also still trash. Yeah, their their line's not any good. Um, unfortunately for the Steelers, TJ Watt, you could see him say he tore his peck. He's getting a couple of second and third opinions right now. Uh, I don't know. He might be back by the end of the season. What do you think? I mean, you can always hope for him. I mean, his whole bloodline, his family is always tough, so I could definitely see him coming back and playing. And for him to just walk off and know exactly what was wrong, he'll be fine eventually. It's just one of those things. But their defense will miss him tremendously, but I think they still got a lot of pieces there to help their team throughout it. Well, we we both got a loss on that game, and we both, of course, tied because we picked the Colts (laughs) to beat the Texans. So we'll just go from the top. We both picked the Bills to win. And for a half, it looked like a really good game. And then it just got uneventful there. Yeah, I mean, the Bills, the Bills are looking really good again this year. I mean, their offense is just impeccable. And their defense completely shut Matthew Stafford down. He couldn't get anything going. Uh, their run game was weak. I mean, Cam Akers. I don't know what's going on with him. I know he was dealing with some injuries, but they hardly played him at all. So Henderson's getting most of the handles right now. Allen Robinson had a quiet game. Uh, Cooper Cup was always the go-to guy. But, of course, you know, Cooper Cup being Cooper Cup, they're going to be covering him like crazy. So even when he was open, there was some times where they just couldn't get it to him. Yeah, and you got to replace Odell Beckham Jr. So, like, you would have thought Allen Robinson was going to be that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just – absolutely did nothing which to each their own he was open quite a lot of times I think the line just wasn't giving Matthew Stafford enough time to sling the ball out his way but it's just one of those things you got to watch the film and try again next week but the Bills let's uh let's not overreact too much on week one on the on the Rams oh yeah it's it's week one they're literally the Super Bowl winners so there's nothing to worry about yet yeah okay so now this is the first time we had a disagreement I had the Saints finishing last in their division Mm -hmm. and i think rightfully so until the falcons choked away yet another big lead georgia teams doing georgia things i mean the falcons just really shit the bed in the second half (laughs) i mean i they lost in the last second i feel bad for Mariota because i re i kind of wanted them to win just because you got a root for Mariota and first cruise there but, yeah, they came out and balled. I think Michael Thomas finally got him a touchdown and the first time in forever. So, that yeah. was pretty good to see. Well, I know that, uh, like, Drake London, he had a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, you know, I'm looking for Kyle Pitts to get more involved. But Cordero Patterson was the star of this game fantasy-wise, I believe. Oh, yeah, absolutely balled out. I think he had 129 yards rushing and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that's and- just nuts. Uh, I, I really hope Cordell Patterson still has a great season. I think he's 29 years old. I took him in my fantasy league, and I got so much hate for drafting him. And all I had to do was text people saying, like, look at the old guy running the ball. 
got me like 26 points. I'm happy about it. Well, another game divided uh, or decided by a field goal. We both picked the Panthers. What a disappointment that was. I was really hoping Baker Mayfield would get some justice on the Browns for the shit they've done to him. Well, let's let's talk about the field goal that Cade York hit. I want to know how long that sucker would have been good for because that was a boot to win the game, and it hit like the top of the net. I mean, it looks like it was a 58-yarder, so, I mean, there ain't no telling how much farther he could have done. I bet you he would have won. Um, if he was the kicker in the Broncos game last night, he would have won the game for them, I'll tell you that. I think that one was good for at least 65, at least, because, I mean, it was a bomb. But it definitely it helped him out, lifted him out with the win, but uh, nothing too crazy going on. I mean, Brissett didn't really have a – a, a, a tremendous outlook. He went 18 for 34, 147 yards and one touchdown. But um, fantasy-wise, Kareem Hunt, them two touchdowns. Oh, well, that and then uh, Nick Chubb just ran the ball all over them for 141 yards. So they just had that run game going for them easily. Yeah, and that's all the Browns got to have right now is how can they buy time and can they win enough games to be in playoff contention when they get uh, their quarterback back? Yeah, and props to them. I forgot the exact year, but this is the first time that they've won an opening game in quite some time. I, I will say yeah. that Twitter, the last time they won a home opener, uh, I think, it, yeah, not a home opener, just a, a first game, first game of the season. The last time they won the first game of the season, Twitter didn't exist. Interesting. <laughs> I did Interesting. see that. I did see that the other day. So it was pretty funny seeing on there. This is the first time a tweet has been tweeted about the Browns winning their first game. That's wild. Well, well do you want to go to another surprise? Surprise me. What about the monsoon game? The monsoon game, man. It sure was cool seeing the pictures of Justin Fields sliding <laughs> through the rain afterwards. I mean, that's, that's one of those highlighted pictures that you're going to be seeing all year long. Yeah, if you're a Bears fan, that better be your uh, your lock screen right now on your phone. Absolutely. And shout out to my brother. He went uh, with his friends. He's a Bears fan. He actually went to that game, so he stuck it out in, in the soaking wet rain. And well, they got the win. Yeah, and we both picked the 49ers. Of course. I mean, I don't think anyone expected the Bears to win that one. Had it not been a rain monsoon, you'd look for a different outcome there. But the weather plays a big factor in games, and the Bears came out victorious. Um, it did not help Elijah Mitchell. He got hurt, and it looks like he's been put on the IR, and he's going to be missing quite a bit of time. So that took a big hit on their side of the field. Yeah, and I didn't expect uh, the wide receivers to do too much in this game when I woke up and saw what, uh, what was going down up there in Chicago, but – uh, you win, you win some, you lose some on that that fantasy front, just depending on weather. Absolutely, and I had Debo Samuel playing in my dynasty league, so I'm glad he still got himself a touchdown. But he definitely did not get to perform as well as he should have because of all the rain. But again, that's just one of those things that you can't uh, can't deal with. Well, a bright side, we both got a win in a close game where we picked the Eagles over the Lions. Now, I thought that was going to be an easy game, but I was sure wrong. The Lions almost came back and won that game. 
I believe they only lost by three points. And I, I, I think the Lions are going to have a good season, whether or not they make the playoffs. I doubt it. But after seeing how the Packers performed against the Vikings, there's still chance for the Lions to squeak in there this year. And I'm not going to shut them out just yet for the season. Well, okay, so the uh, the Lions are definitely a better football team than they were, but is the like are the Eagles their only like is their team Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown or are they going to get involved with uh, getting Devonta Smith and everybody else work to where they can take away from AJ Brown? I mean, it's going to develop as time goes on, especially. Um... With their run game, Miles Sanders had a heck of a performance. I've been riding off Miles Sanders for a little bit now, but he had 13 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown himself. And every running back on that team, every back that got a carry scored a touchdown. Miles Sanders got a touchdown. Of course, Jalen Hurts, he went for 90 yards and a touchdown. Gainwell got a touchdown and Boston Scott got a touchdown. So, you know, their run game is really on fire right now. And that might be something they're kind of leaning more towards when they're not trying to shoot the ball to AJ Brown every play. I got it. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's go to that game. You mentioned the Packers and the Vikings. Um, you picked the Vikings and I picked the Packers. So uh, <laughs> that's where you took one of your, one of your games here. Now, I'm glad I got the win on that one. I had no idea how this game was going to turn out. I mean, 7-23. to 23. The Packers are not looking like the Packers, and you've got to think that Aaron Rodgers is just fed up with that organization at this point, even after signing a contract. What do you think the odds of him trying to leave again next year are? If he leaves, it'll, be, it'll just be to retire. I think, I think he would shoot for retirement after that. I mean, he had an absolutely terrible game. 22 for 34, 195 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. And they just couldn't get anything going. Well, no Alan Lazard. And I mean, he's just, I saw a stat where like teams that didn't play their quarterback in the preseason are like three and eight this week. Really? Yeah. And they're one of them. So maybe there's something to having new wide receivers. You do need to get out there and, and ball out. You got to get a little development with them. Yeah, for sure. But the Vikings, uh, on the other hand, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, I think the Vikings and uh, the Vikings are now the front runner, I believe, in that division. Especially with Justin Jefferson leading the hold, he's already getting MVP chance. 184 yards and two touchdowns. Now that's some. I don't want to jump the gun, but that's some. That's some Randy Moss type <laughs> numbers right there. Yeah, that's. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Now, the Ravens had Lamar Jackson not accept a contract because he believes he's better than Deshaun Watson, and I think uh, rightfully so. But they they handled the Jets twenty four to nine, and uh, we both had the Ravens. Yeah, um, that's another game where uh, you ha- you have Joe Flacco performing out there, and I think. As of right now, this might get hate. I think Joe Flacco would be a better quarterback than Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson just has those injuries going on for him. Um, And he he just really hasn't been performing like a first-round pick like he has been. But Joe Flacco passed the ball 
37 for 59. He threw the ball 59 times, 307 yards, a touchdown interception. That's not a good recipe for a win there. Absolutely insane. But on the other side of the field, Lamar Jackson, with him not accepting that contract, he's putting a big risk and target on his name. I mean, he could go out there and ball out and make that money that he deserves with the Ravens. Or he could, uh, you know, get hurt and lose it all. There's no telling what's going to happen, really. All right, I think we had some uh, technical difficulties. I think we were talking about uh, Lamar Jackson's contract there. I personally think he's going like the Kirk Cousins route. He's he's banking on himself. Worst case scenario, the Ravens are going to tag him, and he's going to get a lot of money next year. Oh, yeah, and he, either way, he'll make money. But um, if he gets injured, a lot of that guaranteed money is going to kind of go down the hill and then – Next year, he might not make as much, whether it's with the Ravens or another team. So it's a risk-reward type of thing. Yeah, well, that's definitely something we're going to keep our eye on. Well, let's uh, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving along. <laughs> you, want, you want to go down to South Beach? Let's do it. What about that touchdown celebration? Dude, give me the waddle all day long. I don't <laughs> know why that hasn't started sooner. I... I uh, did not get to watch the game personally because I was at the Titans game, so I didn't get to watch a whole lot of things. I was watching highlights afterwards. But you sent me that video, and I busted laughing so hard, him just waddling around, especially off of such a big play too. Um, well, yeah, Dolphins uh, went out there and balled out. They had themselves a game. Yeah, the Patriots didn't do, didn't do too well. Um, I actually didn't get to watch this game either. I was watching the Steelers and the – and the Bengals, but I found out I didn't have red zone. This is, this is a sad day, Caleb. It's something we got to get checked out so we can uh, make sure to watch all the games live instead of watching the highlights after. I mean, how can we do a podcast about football without NFL red zone? If anybody wants to donate some money to our cause, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, well, uh, you can still get in contact. We got plenty of koozies for them, though. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think that the Patriots just struggled a little bit and the Dolphins, I saw Tua struggle a little bit getting the ball out, but not as, you know, it's not a concern to me right now. There were quite a few overthrown passes, either that or the receivers were not on the same page, but it's just first oh, game jitters. One of those pieces overthrown. together. There were one or two I saw that were overthrown. You're talking about the underthrow. Oh, well, I mean, that too, that too, but it's I one mean, of those that things. Was a- I don't know if he if it was the humidity or what, but he I mean, if he hits Hill and Stride there, they're you know they're winning twenty seven to seven. Well, you know they still got the win regardless, and a big part of that was thanks to their defense, especially getting a fumble recovery for the touchdown. Um, shout out to the Dolphins defense on my fantasy team because they got me twenty one points, <laughs> but I also in my bench had the Steelers defense, so I'm looking pretty good with my defense slot this year. Yeah, so uh, me and my youngest brother, uh, me, we scored the most points in our defensive player uh, dynasty league, and we got the <laughs> the bench player week, uh, bench player of the week award because he scored. I'm trying to think who he was now. He put up, I mean, this was, this is absurd. 
He put up 28 points as wow. a defensive back. And you didn't play him? No, and we still scored the most points out of each uh, – out of the whole league. Wow. So, it's Brandon Jones, defensive back for the Dolphins. He scored 28 points. Is that the guy that got the scoop and score? So, he got six solo tackles, five assisted tackles, one sack, one pass defended, one forced fumble, and then a 10-tackle bonus. Well, then he definitely had a lot of help with it then, <laughs> even if he didn't get the scoop yeah. and score. And just because we're on here, I got to say, we scored 259.68 points Shoo. to lead the entire league. And uh, the closest one to us was 230. I mean, hey, at least you got the W. That's pretty crazy. That's, those are insane numbers. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I just sent a picture to my little brother and said, let's go. Let's ride. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's let's save that one. We're, we're still <laughs> working our way down the list here. Uh, another one that separated our win total here, the Commanders and the Jaguars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Jaguars actually helped me win some money because they covered, because I okay. teased them up a little bit. Uh-huh. We're good to go. Uh, but, I mean – I'm surprised by the commanders. I mean, they they looked really good. Who did I have winning that one? You had the commies. I had the commies. Okay, that's what I thought. Let it be known, in no way, shape, or fashion do I did I have faith in Carson Wentz. Well, he but it's the Jaguars. Yeah, it's the Jaguars, <laughs> but like still four touchdowns. Now he still was doing Carson Wentz things and had two interceptions, but he had four passing touchdowns. And what makes me sad is only one of them was to Terry McLaurin, old scary Terry. You need to get the ball to him more. Like, come on now. Well, they were keying on him. So I understand hitting uh, Jahan Dotson. Now, now it'll be more even coverage across the board there. Oh, yeah. Cause they, they know Dotson uh, can ball out too. But on the other side, I mean, Gibson was, he got seven receptions and seven two yard. Their running back had more uh, receptions. And I mean, it's just like, anybody can catch the ball again you take out those two interceptions Wentz had a pretty damn good game um for trevor lawrence though i mean he's getting better you can see the development but um it's just the jaguars doing jaguars things making mistakes and they just can't come up with the win but i will see the jaguars winning a few more games especially in year two with trevor lawrence yeah and their new coach i mean they're just they're just going to be much better and a big surprise, too, James Robinson, he came out and balled. Everybody thought it was going to be ETN's uh, uh, starting job. He only had four carries. He had four carries, and Robinson had 11. And, uh, you know, yeah, all props to Robinson, dude. He was an undrafted uh, free agent last year, rookie. Uh, this is the uh, second – no, is this the second or third season? You know, I'm not too sure. Uh, keep talking about it, and I'll look that up. Um, well, anyways, he had a pretty big injury last year, and, uh, you know, everyone thought coming into the season, ETN, you know, he sat the whole last season. This is his third season, by the way. I just now remember. It definitely is his yeah. third season. Um, this is his third season. But everyone thought it was going to be ETN's job, especially because, you know, Robinson coming off his injury, you, th- you think he would get more rest in between. But he does not look like a guy who uh, 
who injured his Achilles, I think it was, or something like that. He he does not yeah. look like that. He looks like he's in prime tip top shape. I mean, they they still split uh they still split time and everything, but they they both look like a pretty dangerous combo. Yeah, I think it's a good good backfield for sure, uh, especially for fantasy uh, speaking wise, because you got to have at least two. It's these ones that have three or four, and you're just confused and mm-hmm. you get jumbled up like I did at draft time, and you're just like, I guess I got to take a running back. Next thing you know, you've got eight rookies. Hey, nine, get it right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, okay, Make it so ten if got... you want Sky more. <sighs> you're not getting Devontae Adams. <laughs> 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 I'm throwing James Robinson. We can talk. Nope. Um, we only got four more games. Speaking of that record with the uh, quarterbacks that played in the preseason, let's talk about one. Patrick Mahomes balled out. I mean, they Patrick won Mahomes. 44 to 21. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes just doing Patrick Mahomes things. Um, even after losing Tyree Kill, he still got his main target with Travis Kelsey. He had eight catches, 121 yards, and one touchdown. And hey, that's hey, guess what? Chicken butt. Uh, close. Uh, you picked <laughs> the Cardinals in this game. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a disappointing <laughs> factor on my end. I mean, they still, you know, 44-21, so they almost, if you want to call it an almost game. But, yeah, that was a uh, blowout. I think it was. No, I think uh, I think this year might be the last year of Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury in uh, Arizona. So, I mean, we'll see. I think, uh, you know, one of my, my starts this week was Juju. He had 10.6 points in my fantasy league. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it was a bad start. Uh, it definitely wasn't a great start. I think it was a mediocre start. Uh, I think you still got to keep going with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think over time that uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to find him and there's going to be some boomer bust potential there. Yeah, and with uh, the loss of Tyreek Hill, a lot of these other younger guys or people you don't really see their name pop up as much, he spread the ball out a lot. Um, Travis Kelsey got the main bulk of it, but Smith-Schuster got six catches. Vada Scanley got four. edwards Hilaire got three. Scott Moore got one. McKinnon got three. Hardman got three. So he he spread the ball out a little to everybody. But as the time goes on, he'll find his definite targets, especially with those deep routes downfield and – you know, you'll see a tick in the offense, however more impressive they can be. All right. Well, moving along, we both picked the Chargers here. And I'm going to let you go on a little tangent here. Um, let's go ahead and hear your fantasy football team name, and then you can talk about the team that won here. So my team name is Herbert the Pervert. Uh, of course, I've got Justin Herbert on my team. Uh, took him in the fifth or sixth round. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I had to take him before Justin got him because I know he was eyeballing him. And it turned out to be a victory. Now, he didn't have no crazy performance, like a 400-yard game like he sometimes does, but he still went 26 for 34, 279 yards, and three touchdowns. So as well as having Justin Herbert, I have Mike Williams. Now, I was expecting Mike Williams to perform quite a bit because I think this was going to be a big offensive game. And, of course, to my uh, luck, Mike Williams didn't do squat. He only had two catches for 10 
measly yards. And boy, was I disappointed. Now, Keelan Allen, he got hurt and had to come out of the game. But even after that, Mike Williams still didn't do anything. So it's got me a little concerned about his production. Uh, Thursday night football game's coming up. And, you know, we got to wait and see what's going to happen with Keenan Allen, if he's going to play, if he's not going to play. But that means Mike Williams might get more time to shine. And especially – uh, Go ahead. I've already I've already put uh, Josh Palmer in my flex over Keenan Allen because I don't think he's going to. And it's, it's better to be safe. But, you know, there's still time for things to develop and everything. But Keenan Allen, he's an older guy. You might as well try to rest him or at the very least give him – you know, a few snaps here and there, but don't overuse him because you don't want to risk injuring one of your star receivers so early on in the season. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a lot of concern on that uh, that game too, just because I have Justin Herbert in the Dynasty League. I did okay, but I definitely still lost <laughs> uh, to the guy who we're going to have as a guest next week, two-time champ in the Dynasty League, Nick. He's going to come on. Excited to uh, have our first guest. But uh, we're not going to talk about the game this week. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> All right, so Sunday Night Football, the Bucks and the Cowboys. We both picked the Cowboys, and we were wrong. Yeah, a big disappointment there with Dak Prescott getting his hand hurt again. Now, here's the thing. They didn't uh, decide not to put him on the IR, so they expect him to be back uh, late October – uh, but potentially November is more looking like a, a good time for him to come back. But for them not to put him on the IR is kind of weird. I mean, it's just four games. You can go ahead and fill you up another spot. You, you know, now's the time to be either take a risk with Cooper Rush and ride it out with him, or maybe you can look at options like Jimmy Garoppolo and maybe try to do a trade. That are, it's always an option. I doubt I, I doubt that's going to happen, but it is an option. I doubt it too, um, but you never know. Well, let's talk about Monday Night Football. Uh, this might be the worst end-of-game decision I've ever seen. Yeah, 100%. You got to call a timeout. They had almost a whole minute left and just rode the clock out. Um, you've got Russell Wilson. You paid him all this money, but instead you want to put it on your kicker, and you can't blame the kicker. That's a 64-yard field goal attempt. 64-yard. Like, come on now. But – that's all on coaching with that. They only had to go five more yards. They should have at least tried to take a shot and see what they can make happen, but they didn't. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our game. We both picked the Titans and I got a lot of concerns in this game. I cannot believe that we are not playing Traylon Burks more. Yeah. They didn't give Traylon Burks a lot of shots downfield. I thought Tannehill played pretty well, but every single time they passed the ball, it was just these quick, get them out of your hands, like quick slants, quick uh, stops. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make sense to me that we're starting both a first and a fifth round wide receiver and the fifth round wide receiver is getting more looks and work. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, him and Hollister too, getting a lot of playing time uh, after Kyle Phillips muffed a punt. It all kind of went downhill from there. There was a couple missed calls too. Like for instance, um, I went to the game. So firsthand, you can just feel the energy and pissed off fans. Oh. Whenever there was a no call. Traylon Burks got tripped. Easy. Oh, yeah. 100% pass interference. Called nothing. And all you got to do is look at the refs and be like, do you not see <laughs> Ooh, the giant screen? Do you not see the giant screen of the mistake he made by not calling it? On top of that. And he did. He looked at it. Absolutely. And on top of that, the two-point conversion at the end of the game for the Giants to win. 
uh, should have been offsetting penalties and redone. There was a face mask on the Titans, and there was also holding on the Giants, and they just played it out. It should have been offsetting penalties, and they should have replayed it, but they didn't. Well, I'm okay with them letting it play out. I think that just shows that Don, uh, Brian Dayball just said, boys, we're here to win. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's cut the bullshit, and let's, let's go for it all. Yeah, he, I mean, he needs a damn wheelbarrow for his balls after that performance for going for that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, props to them. They got the win. I was leaving the stadium. I was walking across the bridge, and you can just hear the Giants fans still in the stadium just yelling, let's go, Giants. I mean, I was on the bridge hearing them yell. So props to the Giants. I mean, big win yeah. for them. That's the problem with the Titans' uh, location. Everybody wants to come here as their trip. So it's just unfortunate when we do lose. That's why we got to win at home. Yeah, and it's the sad thing is we go and lose games like this. But I, I personally think the Titans will lose next week. I hate saying that, but it's the Bills. It's one of those games we should lose, but we might end up winning. So quote me now: if we win, we might end up. Holy winning. shit! Monday Night Football. Well, we both <laughs> we both picked the Titans to win, so we'll see how that goes. I sure hope it happens, man. But we'll see. Me too. Okay, so real quick, the last the last part of my sit start was my sit is Najee Harris. I, everything we've seen report wise seems that he's going to be fine, mm-hmm. but I saw one where he was seen walking out of the locker room in a boot, so that concerns me just a little bit. He only got ten points. Um, it's the same as my start, and uh, you know, it could be whatever. Yeah, I hope I hope he still comes out and performs because I have him on both my fantasy teams. But it's one of those things where they just set him, probably let him rejuvenate and let it ride out so they don't risk further injury. But all tests came back good, so I'm really happy about that. Yeah, well, I know that you uh, you really didn't prepare a corner this week. So instead of that, I want to hear about your fantasy. You, you, did you go 4-0 here? So I have four teams. I went three and zero. Well, technically, um, I lost the first week, and this is a, the the one I lost is the free league. I lost by three points, but I actually recently just found out that it's two weeks. So I'm facing this guy again. I think the points add up. I have to look further into it, and I think this guy is. Oh, so each uh, matchup's two weeks. Yeah, like go in there and look at it because it's still going. So I'm facing this guy still. And I don't think he's checking his lineup. He still has Dak Prescott in his starting lineup. So I think I'm going to get the win afterwards. All the points oh, add man. up after the two. Did you notice that? I never knew that. Um, hang on. Well, either way, uh, my other fantasy uh, leagues uh, smoked it in the main league, smoked it in the dynasty league. And I'm in a, a second dynasty league, and I won thanks to Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy just absolutely destroying it. No, it's just uh, it's staying on the lineup for the to show you your score for a couple of days. That's weird. Then, well, I, it I'm, is weird. It, then I maybe I'm just lucky, and I got scheduled to face the same guy two weeks in a row. Then, well, Either the that guy, or the app's messing up. No, the guy who you're playing. Well, no, he does have Dak Prescott. You might. Yeah. You might. Here we I'll, go. I'll have to look more into it. <laughs> well, let's even that up. I went two and two. Uh, like I said, I put the most points up in one. 
I was the most efficient manager in one. There you go. Uh, I'm doing a rebuild in Dynasty, in our main Dynasty League mm-hmm. that we got. Uh, so I expected to lose. Plus, Nick, he beat me. He's our guest next week. He'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it, even though I don't want to. <laughs> uh, and then the main league lost. I had Jerry Judy. Wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. I needed like 75 points, but oh, well. <laughs> oh, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Well, thanks for uh, listening again. If you want a free koozie, just uh, subscribe and give us a five-star review and screenshot it and email it over to footballinlaws at gmail.com or DM it to footballinlaw at footballinlaws on Twitter, and I'll get in touch with you and get you a free koozie. Uh, thanks again. Glad NFL's back. Here we go. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next week for another exciting round of football. Take it easy, hey, guys. Caleb, tighten up. Tighten up.